This week, we're talking about coming out of a creative funk, and you're listening to the Landscape Photography Podcast. Greetings, everyone. I hope that you are all well. I myself am well. Things are looking up. I've been battling through a bit of a creative funk for the last, what, year? <laughs> pretty much. Maybe it's only been six months, but pretty much a year. And that's why some of the podcasts have been so slow to come out. And YouTube has been very, I've been very MIA everywhere, pretty much. But I've kind of battled through the majority of my creative funk lately. I feel like I can see the light at the end of the tunnel and I'm inspired and motivated again. I'm excited about photography and I wanted to kind of give you guys an insight into what has helped me in hopes that it'll help you because I know that, you know, there I'm not alone in feeling less inspired than I've been in the past. And I think that's a pretty common reaction. Anytime that there's just lots of stress and lots of junk going on in the world. Sometimes a creative pursuit can feel a little bit less important, even if from a mental well-being, even if it's not less important. Sometimes it's actually more important. So that's what we're going to talk about in this episode. Let's jump into it. As I said, I've been battling through a bit of a creative funk and the the first thing to go for me usually is the podcast and, and my YouTube channel simply because when you're in a creative funk, you don't feel like talking like some kind of authority figure on a subject when you don't even, at least for me, I don't even feel like I'm doing photography or at least it didn't feel like I was and I don't want to be the person that talks about it but doesn't actually do it. I want to walk the walk, not just talk the talk, if that makes sense. So usually when I'm less inspired, the first thing to go are the podcast and my YouTube channel. A lot of that was just stress induced. 2020 was not a good year for creatives or business owners of any kind. For that reason, I just felt like my photography wasn't all that important. But, you know, in hindsight, I, th I think that it absolutely was just as important as it ever had been, but for different reasons. I think having that creative outlet is very important for all people just for the, you know, for the mental health benefits of it. We all need some kind of creative outlet just to, you know, just to be able to express ourselves sometimes. And I had lost sight of that for like the last eight months. So the question is, how did I work through that? What, what did I do to get out of it? And you know, the honest answer is I just kind of forced myself to go out and do it. I had, I've already led two workshops this year. They were my two wildflowers and waterfalls workshops. And these were the, you know, the first workshops of things starting to open up. And the great part about a workshop is that as an instructor, you can kind of feed like some kind of inspirational vampire <laughs> on the on the excitement of the participants during those workshops we spent a lot of time hiking to waterfalls and photographing sunrises and sunsets and you know during the first workshop i was very much just kind of like in teacher leader mode where i was 
you know, guiding people to these places and helping them with their own photos and peeking over their shoulders and giving advice and stuff. But, and I started that first workshop really struggling to feel the need to take the camera out of the bag. When you're teaching a workshop, it kind of requires you to at least shoot a little bit. That way you have those images to post-process during the post-processing sessions that happen afterwards. That way you have examples on how you would post-process and it forces you to shoot. Even if it's a scene that you've shot a million times, you need to shoot just so you have examples to help with those post-processing sessions. But what I found is that as I was in those situations where it kind of forced me to shoot, I found myself more excited about shooting and like a little, getting a little bit more into it and, and trying a little bit harder. And by the end of that first workshop, which was only three days long, I was feeling it a little bit. I was getting the camera out a little bit more quickly and I was starting to see things that I was not seen early in the workshop. My eyes were starting to turn on, so to speak, and I, I was starting to see compositions and images in, in scenes that would not have inspired me or motivated me to take the camera out of the bag only a couple days before. And so the following week when the next workshop started, I was, I was in full-blown, like excited to get started, excited to take photos of my own mode. And so by the time that the next workshop started, I was inspired and motivated and excited to take photos of my own, which was a huge difference from how I'd been feeling for a solid eight months. So by the end of that second workshop, I was taking images that I was actually excited about and I was in a more creative space. And I think the moral of the story is I was put into a situation where I was forced to shoot even if I wasn't feeling it. And by the end, just by going through the motions, I got excited again. And part of that was being around others where, you know, I was kind of feeding off their excitement because a lot of these people had not seen all these beautiful locations before and just kind of seeing their faces light up with how excited they were to be there and how beautiful it was. It, it kind of opened my eyes to just how much I take some of those locations for granted. And it allowed me to kind of, you know, take a deep breath and smell the moss and smell the ferns and smell the oxygen and just take in these beautiful scenes that we were witnessing. These are beautiful scenes that had been there, you know, f this entire last year. But for whatever reason, I was not inspired or motivated to go photograph them or to visit them. And then when I finally got out and did it, I was so glad that I did. I think sometimes when we are in those creative funks, it's because we're living inside our own head in a negative way. Just by getting out and just doing it and spending a little bit of time doing it, you you find yourself out of that funk. I didn't make the decision to pop out of my funk. I just went through the motions. And before I knew it, those motions had taken me out of my funk without me doing anything different. I was just doing what I do and doing what I enjoy doing. And it turns out that when you do what you enjoy doing, it puts you in a happy place. So after those two workshops, actually just a couple days after those workshops, uh, myself and my family flew down to Texas because my wife has family down there. And I just kind of abandoned her with her family and I took off to photograph storms. So you guys know that I am a weather nut. I'm a conditions and storm nut. I absolutely love photographing storms. 
I've never really had the chance to properly storm chase down in the south, though. So for three days, I took off kind of north Texas up towards Kansas, and I actually got to photograph my very first supercell, which was a bucket list for me. I, I mean, I've photographed lots of storms up in the Pacific Northwest when we when we do get them, but let me tell you the the difference between a Pacific Northwest storm and a Kansas storm. They're not even the same thing. <laughs> I've I thought that I had seen lightning before, but it turns out I had not. In Washington State, we get lightning fairly often, almost every late spring, early summer. Now that I've seen a true storm, the storms that we get in Washington State are like clouds with some lightning in them. Down there, they're like giant monsters in the sky that just want to kill you. <laughs> I guess that's how I would describe it. It's just amazing to get on these giant storm structures and watch not only how quickly they change and morph, but we got to witness one storm break into two tiny little storms and then watch those two little storms divide into four storms and then those four storms recombined into one giant supercell. The supercell created a couple different uh, funnel clouds and it was just so incredible and so impressive and the beautiful part of that kind of photography is you are just trying to get in the right place at the right time and try to keep up with the action. You want to be at the right place at the right time. You take a couple photos and then you got to move and there's no opportunity there to have any kind of self-doubt or like deep introspection. There's none of that. You're, you're just a fly on the wall trying to keep up with the action. And it's kind of like this strange mix of landscape photography because you're obviously thinking about composition and trying to find a scene that's going to work. It's also a lot like sports or something because it's very much about the moment you're trying to capture lightning strikes and you're just trying to keep up with the action. And I think that's what I find so exciting and inspiring. And after a couple days of that, I, I am 100% out of my creative rut that I was in. I am so excited to like get out and to photograph again. And I, I found what it is that inspires me. And it's, a, it's always been conditions and weather and those things that I'm not in control of. Those have always been the things that I'm most excited about. It just reinforced the fact that the up that is what excites me. You know, there's definitely downsides to being inspired by that kind of phenomenon because it doesn't happen every day. But when it does happen, you are just a kid in a candy store, you know, living his best life in those situations. It's it's so exciting for me. And I can't wait to do it again. I can't wait for Washington State to start getting our first storms. I'm sure they're going to feel a little bit puny after getting to photograph what I did. But the images that I came home with after that trip, I'm more excited about than I've been about any of my photos for quite a while. So I guess if we were trying, if I was trying to come up with some kind of moral of the story or, you know, what, what is, what does it all mean? It means that, you know, finding that thing that really truly excites you and doing that. That's really all it takes to come out of a creative funk. Usually when you're struggling creatively, it's because you haven't been doing what you enjoy doing. And sometimes when we're living inside of our own head, it's really easy to not go on that little trip to, you know, your favorite local spot or, you know, you see something that 
normally you would love to photograph, but for whatever reason, you just don't get out to go do it because you're like, well, I might not get a good photo. Yes, you might not get a good photo, but you might come out of it in a more creative mindset. Just forcing yourself to do it is is half the battle. It's kind of like waking up early in the morning to go work out or go on a jog or to go on a walk or to go photograph a sunrise. It's hard to get out of bed. It's hard to make yourself take that first step. But once you do take that first step, you never, ever regret it. And it, that's pretty much what it was for me. I was not taking that first step. I was sitting at home instead of going out and doing what would have made me happy and would have taken me out of that creative funk. And it just took me, a, it took a situation where I was forced to go out and to get back into the field and get back into doing what I enjoy doing. And then once I was out there, I was like, oh, well, I'm glad that I'm out here. It, it's funny how much we can live inside our own heads. And sometimes we just have to get out of our own head. And it's not really any more complicated than that most times. So I hope that this has helped you guys in some small way. I hope to do more podcasts a little bit more frequently. I, I'm beyond trying to promise it because I know that these shows are very sporadic. But hopefully when it shows up in your podcatcher, you're like, oh, I haven't heard from that guy in a while because I'd rather you guys miss me than be sick of me. <laughs> so I guess that's the strategy for this podcast. Make you miss me a little bit. It's the Make You Miss Me podcast. I hope you guys are all doing well and hopefully you guys can get out and start photographing the things that inspire you soon. Take it easy, everybody.